Pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Welcome to Resonance 104.4 FM and our radio show, One Life Left. My name is Steve Curran. And I'm Anne Scaffoldry. Hey, Anne. Hey, thank you for doing that. I was just getting myself prepared. You did it perfectly. You arrived with two minutes to go, didn't you, to the radio show today? That means I wasn't late. (laughs) That's true, technically. (laughs) And you clocked in. What have you been up to? Um, I was just in New York. Hmm? Um, Or just... Flown uh, back for today, especially. I mean, as good as. Well done. Um, and it was, there was a huge snowstorm there. Okay. Uh, so I went from snow in London mm. and I was like, it's, do you know what? It's going to be nice weather in New York. No. I'm, I'm going to pack light. <laughs> okay. Uh, arrived in New York and had someone go, oh, so what, what are we going to do because of that big snowstorm, eh? And I was like, whoa. Uh, you, I've been through it already. Did it in London last yeah. week. Turns Just out, like New York to rip us off again. Yeah, turns mm. out it was bigger. Was it? Well, they do that, don't they? Yeah, but they bigger do. does not always mean better. No, um, but that was good. So I'm a little bit, little bit jet lagged, but I mm. feel like I'm just preparing my body for the week that is to come next week <sighs> when we're in San Francisco at GDC. Yeah, we are, aren't yeah. we? So it's come around very quickly. It's come around it? a bit too quickly, if little, I'm honest. A little bit too quickly. <laughs> That's okay. We'll be doing uh, five radio shows from there. Yeah, five streams, which means we need to look presentable. Okay. Not attractive, presentable. <laughs> Just meet the bare minimum, which could be One Life Left's yeah. slogan. Meeting the bare minimum yeah. since 2006. We are a radio show about video games. We're going to be doing the news in a minute, I assume, unless that's been left in the You've snow blizzard. In You've got to hope that this is You've got to hope. Are we going to be doing uh, reviews? Like, have you played some games? Ish. Ish. It's fine. It's fine. I think this is all going to be fine, okay. Steve. Uh, and how, how are you? I haven't checked in with you yet. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I had a very exciting day yesterday. Mm. Had some vegan cheese. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, this feels like I'm crossing a line a little bit here yeah. going a little bit too far um might end up vegan ice cream and then i wouldn't recognize myself well then you'd be on sorbet yeah i'm not I have no chance absolutely <laughs> i'm not a monster uh, well i am uh yeah it's quite nice doesn't sorbet have egg in it does it does no, it's it it's just ice it's just colored ice no, i think it does have egg it in a it? slush puppy sorbet sorbet i don't know i wouldn't i don't it- associate with people who have sorbet how was your vegan cheese it's good it was good. What kind of cheese was it? It was um, cheddar and uh, uh, onion. What do you call the onion you get in cheese sometimes? Chives? No. The other one. Uh, caramelised. Caramelised. That one. <laughs> There's only two, two types of onion. Yeah. It's either your chives. Chives. That's not caramel- onion, is it? It's not. It's a chive. It is of, uh, the chive te- is of the of onion a, of, family. It, it is. It is. If you don't think it is... Right in. Right in. Team at onelifeleft.com. Perfect. Um, so we'll be doing reviews. We've got letters. Ah! Ah! Good. I like it when ah. you just scream and start looking around. We, we got a physical letter. Just but I left it upstairs. It's so, right. We'll go and get it when you put some music on. Okay, fine. Um, so we'll be doing that. And we'll also 
be talking to our super special guest. No, we don't have one in the studio. We do right oh. there. You've done well to ignore him for the last couple of minutes. Uh, it's Gary Birchall. Hello. You're returning to the radio show, aren't you? I am. I was here about 18 months ago. And we were talking about how, <laughs> how 18 months ago, Gary was on a journey to make a video game. Oh, yeah. And that journey, well, I'm not going to say has concluded, but... The game has been released, hasn't it? Yes, it released on the 21st of February into Steam Early Access. I was going to say spoilers, but it can't be spoilers <laughs> if it happened in February. <laughs> yeah. I like jet lag, Dan. Again, that feels like that was a long, long time ago. Yeah. Not just a couple of weeks, but... Mm. So we're going to be talking about that. Good. But first... The news. on Monday the 12th of March. I'm Anne Scanthbury and this is the news. Donald Trump, the current president of America, met members of the games industry this week to discuss violent games and if they have an effect on young people. The meeting was closed to the press, but attendees included Strauss Zelnick of Take-Two, Robert Altman of Bethesda and Zenimax, the Entertainment Software Association's Michael Gallagher and Patricia Vance from ESRB. Talking from the other side were retired army lieutenant who thinks games are murder simulators and some attendees from the Parents Television Council, which supported a law to make the sale of violent games to children a crime. Hmm. So what happened then? So he, uh, they showed a, a approximately 90 second video in this meeting mm. that was just uh, shortcut sections of the very violentest bits of all the very violentest I games. I saw that. There were a lot of axes, weren't yeah. there? And gunshots. Wasn't just guns. There was some like... Uh, there was yeah, there was an axe. There were some knives, mm. some face stabbings. Yeah, all the stuff. good stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, and that sort of appeared to be presented without any real context. What is the context to a face stabbing? <sighs> um, just had a bad Tuesday. Mm. I mean, it did. It did. Uh, the video did give a bad impression of video yeah. games, didn't it? But it also gave a truthful impression because all of those things, <laughs> things were are in video in games. In video games, so fair. I mean, I saw a uh, sniper elite was in there, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. I saw some sniping and oh, some bone crunching bullets. So I British representation. Yeah, I couldn't say that I um, was able to identify many, if any, of what the clips were because they just ain't my kind of games. Mm. I was disappointed in the production values of the actual video they put together right it looked like an eight-year-old had done it <laughs> exactly it um and it looked as though they'd just sort of like ripped them off random streams but or in YouTube. fact it did credit someone <laughs> yeah. didn't it yeah you it could like, see watermarks on the videos. It, it was credited to a ridiculous youtube name of someone which i mean he Brilliant. must have been delighted to be on the white house's youtube yeah, channel amazing i hazarded a look at the comments as well which were just oh, horrific oh so did anything come out of this well so uh i think kotaku spoke to some people that were present and the people that were present said donald trump asked a lot of questions mm. um he was open to hearing from both sides nothing was decided it doesn't there's no idea of what could what will possibly happen after this right so we don't have a next step no no formal next steps off the back of this it to be honest it just feels like he's paying lip service to doing mm. what uh, people who are angry um, and want something which is not the actual guns themselves. They mm -hmm. want something to blame uh, the violence that's happening in America on and you can do that with games. Like a modern-day Y2K bug, Oculus rifts around the world all stopped working last week. When opened, the Oculus client wouldn't either return an, would either return an error message when trying to launch an app or not launch at all. It was soon discovered that the problem was a file containing a lapse security certificate. TBH have all been there, Oculus. A patch fixing this has now been released, and presumably the security certificate has been updated. This happened to me. Did it? I assumed it was something I'd done. <laughs> I, I was genuinely like, oh, well, back to five. Um, but it was quite a relief when I was like... <laughs> How many people do you think thought similar? Like, oh, I mean, everyone. Oh, I haven't picked this up in a while. There's Certain, probably an update I missed. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> back to five. <laughs> I, I assume that everybody uh, who picked it up was like, I've definitely done something wrong here. Because you do, you know. Yeah. Blame yourself. Uh, you but no, it wasn't, it wasn't no. us this time. And so have you had uh, your $15 or equivalent credit to your store I haven't account. gone back to it. 
Until I heard that news story. No, I, I saw the news story, uh, but by that time I'd already plugged my wife in, so... I, I, this is genuinely true. I was I was doing some dev on oh, it. On the honestly, day, so. you cannot count the cost of these kinds of errors. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally no cost at all. Well, no, <laughs> minus fifteen dollars apparently. Yeah, well, that's good news. I've got fifteen dollars waiting for me. Yeah, what are you going to get? Oh, I'm not sure. Someone was recommending an Oculus exclusive game to me the other day, one of my students, but I've forgotten what it was called. So I'll find out what that is and maybe I'll end up reviewing that in the future. Have you got uh, an Oculus, Gary? No, I mean, um, the studio I used to work at, they were very, like, going off down the VR path. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very odd, like, it's a big open plan studio and and instead of seeing everybody looking at their monitors, everyone sat there with these headsets on, just kind of slouched down in their chair. Um, no, I really like VR, but just don't have a headset personally. So it was Yuki's VR meet this Ooh. week as well, where VR developers from across the country came to London to chat about the future of VR. So that was exciting. Uh, one of our friends, Callum, mm. uh, he did a talk there called Why Publishers Hate Your VR Pitch. He's a publisher. Oh. Apparently it didn't go very well. Oh. <laughs> apparently, huh. apparently misread the room. Oh dear. <laughs> But it's true. It's a, it's you know it's a difficult industry to pitch games in at the moment. Why do publishers hate your VR? Because pitch? there aren't enough VR games and <laughs> sorry, there aren't enough VR headsets out there. And yeah. those that are are out there are generally gathering dust. And when people switch them on, they don't work. Shout out to my PSVR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, I, well, I've seen a lot of the VR devs, the people who were devving VR three years ago moving to blockchain now that's the that's the thing they're all going to be pitching at gdc we should get prepped for that we're going to hear a lot about blockchain oh, games gosh. do you think we can ever there could ever be crossover block vr blockchain isn't blockchain <laughs> just virtual reality anyway it doesn't exist we need to research this before we go out oh, to gdc gosh. i think Overwatch League is taking its promise to build a welcoming and inclusive community seriously. The Professionals Esports League, overseen by Blizzard, is taking disciplinary action against four players for different offences. Felix Lengel is being given a second fine and a suspension for using an emote in a racially disparaging manner. Timo Ketunen is being fined for homophobic slurs on his personal stream. Young Kim has been given a formal warning for posting an offensive meme. And Ted Wang was fined for account sharing. Mm, you have to do this if you're taking it seriously. Yeah. You have to make sure your uh, ambassadors, because that's essentially what they are, mm-hmm. uh, the front of the organisation take it seriously as well. I'm sure this has come as a bit of a shock to some of these kids who thought that esports, well, it's a one-way deal, isn't it? I keep playing <laughs> these games and they give me cash. I can't lose. Well, for one of them, it was his second It was his second uh, fine. Mm. It's like, dude, come on. Learn from your mistakes. And also, his second... I think it's his second suspension as well. Yeah, but uh, they, need a, they need a bad boy, don't they? <laughs> like, every I, sport has them. I prefer my bad boys just to be, you know, slightly just, you know, a little bit... Don't, don't say please and thank you and not, like, racially disparaging. Mm, I was watching the cricket this morning. Cricket, five-day form of the game, you would assume was quite polite. It wasn't this morning. Oh, really? It wasn't. Rabada, he's my yeah. favourite fast bowler, playing for South Africa, He's he's been fined, he's got in trouble. What for, for? For brushing against the batsman with his shoulder and screaming. Screaming. <laughs> at the same time? At, yes, <laughs> at the same time. What did he scream? Like, it was more a... of a raw sort of like, ah, at which point the other guy, who uh, is also going to be in trouble, said two of the rudest swear words to him. The mics were down on the stumps at the time but yeah. I'm a pretty good lip reader they oh were very short dear. words oh dear I know so but well, but you know I was thinking so Rabada's been fined um, which the sport has to do they have to keep mm. cricket you know uh, a gentlemanly sport that's not right a polite sport a polite I sport yes. a better way of saying yeah, yeah. that they have to keep it uh, you know traditionally polite um, but I was thinking one of the things that's attracting people to uh, the less good forms of the game in mm. 2020 it's the fact that it's it's loud and brash mm. and when something you know a new exciting young player like Rabada comes along and he's you know passionate about these things the first thing the cricket you know cricket organization the ICC do is go calm down please mm. so, you know be a bit be a bit more polite about this and they're going to ban him for a couple of day, couple of games I think 
So it's treading a line, I think, to, cut, to return back to video games, which the show is about. You've got these guys, and so those those things that they're doing sound completely unacceptable. Yeah. But at the same time, as an organisation, they're going to want to keep some kind of edge. Because if they don't keep that, then they will lose the people who want to watch that, yeah. who unfortunately do like some of those things. Yeah, but you you have to do something. Mm, oh, I guess that, that's, like, that's the worry, though, isn't it? You have to be seen to be doing something because you do want to create an inclusive community. If you actually want to do something after two offences, sorry, mate, see ya. <laughs> It was International Women's Day this week and the games industry took the time to celebrate. Here are a few examples. PlayStation released a free PS4 theme drawn by Media Molecule artist Maya Lisa Kellett, featuring six women characters from its games. Google Play ran a week-long promotion of games, books, TV and films either created by women or featuring women protagonists. Creative Assembly held its latest school workshop for girls and Double Fine released a series of short videos using the hashtag WomenBehindTheGames. And as always, don't forget to celebrate, support and raise up women and non-binary folks in the industry at every opportunity any day of the year 100% it's a line though isn't it sometimes when companies uh, do something for International Women's Day yeah. how much of that is about them yeah. and how much of them that is about the women who they're trying to celebrate yeah and I think you can sort of see through it mm. I think if it's promoting you to uh, buy something <laughs> It's maybe just they want to buy something. So how do you feel about something. those, about those uh, All right, let's go thing, through the stories that we've said there? Uh, so I thought that the uh, the PS4 theme was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I thought it, like it was great. That was very nice. And it was free. Excellent. It's promoting their games. Uh, it is, but it's promoting that they are proud to have women fronting their games. Mm -hmm. Which also is good. Uh, Google Play doing a promotion Mm. <laughs> on one hand, mm, but on the other, they're just do another. Mm. Mm. <laughs> they're making it easier for people to. Uh, well, they're sort of curating a list of uh -huh. uh, pieces made by women or uh, containing a woman who's a protagonist, mm -hmm. which is nice, I guess. I mean, appearing on those stores makes or breaks your game. So yeah. that's a big deal for mm. uh, some of those companies, I imagine. Mm. Um, the Creative Assembly's latest school workshop for girls. Brilliant. That sounds excellent. There's nothing bad there. Is there? Steve? I, I don't you, think so. You just looked at me like... Mm. I don't know. It depends what they're mm. teaching them. Did you attend one of these workshops? No, Could be anything. That's true. No, it's, uh, it's, it's obviously great. And Double Fine series of short videos uh, with women behind the games. That's mm. good, isn't it? It is great. Do you think it makes a difference? Yes. I think it does. Um, I think it does, but I think it needs to feed out and become um, a wider thing. I think, the, I think the issue is that I think it does make a difference, but it shouldn't be something that we're just doing one day a year. Exactly. And you shouldn't feel like having done that one day a year, you've kind of served your time. Yeah. And this is the day this is yeah. the day. Okay, ladies, come <laughs> out, step wherever up. you are. Here yeah. you go, you can have today. Anyway, tomorrow, back, 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 to business. back with the guys, back yeah. with us. So you've, you've got to keep, but as a sort of yearly reminder of, are we doing enough? Yeah. That's good. That's a good thing. Um, and also it can serve as um, a bit of a beacon for people who want to see themselves mm -hmm in game studios who want to know what if I if I go and work in games I'm not going to be the only woman that's there and if I play games I'm not going to own I'm not going to see just boys in shooting around with guns and things you can see women shooting around with guns do you see yourself as a beacon uh I'm sure yeah yes yeah why not <laughs> what color um like flashing uh all never flashing <laughs> <laughs> strong steady and green and finally, Microsoft is bringing back Inside Xbox. Sad news for fans of the original, though. It won't be coming back with host Dan Mayer and Andy Farrant. This one will be hosted by Major Nelson, Graham Boyd and Lydia Ellery. It'll be a live monthly broadcast that will highlight breaking announcements and peek behind the curtain of Team Xbox. The first one went out over the weekend and was billed as featuring the latest on highly anticipated games like Sea of Thieves and Far Cry 5. Exciting news from our friends on Xbox Game Pass team the debut of, of new console features, and much more. How do we feel about Sea of Thieves? Yeah, I like it. I've got friends that work on it. Okay. And, yeah. But if you were going to choose one boat 
based video game. Then clearly it would be abandoned ship. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. just checking. Good. Uh, so, um, well, well, you know, are we boycotting this? It's obviously swapping friend of the show, <laughs> Maha, yeah. for for Major Nelson. Do we have a nickname for Major Nelson? It feels like we should by Isn't now. Isn't that his nickname? No, but we should give him oh. a nickname. The Colonel. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's very the Colonel. 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 <laughs> Colonel Nelson. Nelson. Is that lower in rank? Perfect. Major? Doesn't Perfect. matter. Doesn't I matter. don't think it matters. Right, okay. <laughs> Colonel Nelson. Colonel Nelson. <laughs> you see that? You see that new Colonel Nelson Colonel show? Nelson. Colonel Nelson. He was talking about Let's the, have him on the at GDC. Game. Call him Colonel. Abandoned. Sh- yeah. Mm. Good idea. Uh, well, um, I, I, I really, I really don't know how to feel about this. No. It feels like we were sad when inside Xbox, yeah. even though they beat us at the GMAs, yeah, which we don't care about. No, but they did. Yeah, uh, and and so really, if they were our enemies, then the enemies of our enemies should be our friends. So we're friends with the Colonel, but but we're actually friends with them. Yeah, so which is awkward. Assuming they're enemies of our friends, then, then we're at- enemies. Yeah, well. So I saw Dan was saying on Twitter, guys, I'm not, I'm not doing it because mm-hmm. I haven't been asked to do it. And also, um, I've got loads of other stuff on yep. now. Better stuff. So better stuff. Better, better stuff. stuff. Mm. Yeah. And Andy's got um, Outside Xbox, mm-hmm. which has more friends. Where, where, where do you want to be? Do you want to be inside, inside the Xbox or, or do you want to be outside? outside the Xbox. You be, there's more stuff outside. There is. Think outside the box. <laughs> You should talk to them about that. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a video games and cricket show. No, we're not. Can be. No, we're not. We can be anything we want to be. But we're (laughs) we're mostly going to be the thing that we're builders being, which is a video game. The thing that Resonance let us do. Yeah. Video games, Steve. We are playing cricket at GDC, though. By we, I mean me. I'm coming. Are you? Yeah. I thought you were going on Saturday. Uh, I'm coming before I go to the airport. Good It'll be my final act there. We're doing a... We're doing... Cricket uh, joint with Feminist Frequency this year. What do we call that? Crick Freak, because we're, <laughs> you know, because we're clever like that. Gary, how are things? Very good, very busy, which is good. It, well, you have to be busy. You've just finished it. Wait, no, you don't. You've just shipped a game. That should, should be it. Yeah, oh, you should be stunning. <laughs> no! Yes! yes. Don't worry, Thanks. my life is nautical puns. I guess. <laughs> but I guess you couldn't abandon ship on this one because it's in early access correct yes mm. yeah so um we launched on the 21st of february and and the game's basically um set in a the kind of uh, age of sail period and you have tactical ship battles against other vessels and sometimes sea monsters so you have a big kraken and uh outside of the battles you kind of sail around this world and you upgrade your ship and do quests and events. And um, the art style's been inspired by those sort of classic naval oil paintings, mm-hmm. lovely things that you see hanging in gar- galleries, uh, even to the point where uh, our exploration maps are actually set within picture frames. And it's kind of like, uh, as you sail around, you uncover the painting by sort of uh, 
it's a blank canvas and as you sail around it uncovers that and paints it in as you go that's so nice that's such a good idea and aesthetics are like um so important more important than ever i think right now in video games because you have to stand out on steam yes mm. yes that's exactly it and i remember having that problem that i was trying to solve i was like how are we going to stand out because if you don't grab somebody within a nanosecond, mm. they have passed you by, as I do when I'm going through Steam or whichever website. Um, and funnily enough, I was around my uh, in-laws on Christmas Day, and uh, uh, they have this beautiful naval oil painting hang up in their living room. And I often find myself staring at it because it's a beautiful <laughs> picture. Why wouldn't you? And I was there just looking at it, thinking to myself, like how am i going to solve this problem you know no idea and <laughs> it was literally staring me in the face like very cliche gotta be a solution anvil here. moment but yeah it was it was perfect it, coming up with the idea in retrospect was very easy implementing that style was very difficult so um, so yeah i was going to say what are, what were the challenges in making something look like an oil painting well uh, firstly i was kind of like has anyone else done this mm-hmm. and oil paintings not really i couldn't think of any um i think the closest i could think of was braid which was a bit more kind of watercolor right um so yeah i mean lots of techniques most of the effort went into making the water look like it was brush strokes and impasto which i learned was the kind of raised paintwork um and obviously it's a, a game on water so you want to spend a lot of your time on the water um but yeah well, i think we've been very successful in that regard a lot of people have praised us you know just oh wow look at look at this game it looks really unique and so you've been working on this for 18 months yeah uh how long before that uh so um well we formed the company just over two years ago okay. and we formed it to, to work on this sorry game. i mentioned 18 months because you were on the show 18 months yes. ago right so uh you've been working on the game for two years yep. basically and then comes a moment when you have to push a button which says hello general public it's your time to play this game how did that feel yeah um it was very surreal and terrifying at the same time because Mm -hmm. uh, even just the process of like pressing the button you have to type in release here or something into text field so you don't accidentally click the button um because it is like oh big red button i must just I want to press it. Who did that? Did you do that? Yeah, so because um, we all work remotely, mm-hmm. um, we got everybody that had worked on the project at all just to kind of... Uh, I shared my desktop on Skype and then okay. gave an inspiring speech and and pressed the button. And, and typed, release this. Yeah, and then uh, immediately you said, right, I've got to go because I had to like do lots <laughs> of other things. Um, but it was, it was amazing because, you know, we're a, a self-published indie title, so mm-hmm. we're very, you know, we're doing it all ourselves and by choice as well Um, because previously I'd spent my whole career doing work for hire for publishers so I wanted to do this myself (laughs) Um, but yeah I mean the the night we launched we um, climbed as high as fourth in the global top sellers in Steam which was just like you know I frantically hit print screen to to record that (laughs) what were the who were the three above you Uh, hang on so it was um, uh, uh, Battlegrounds obviously Uh, there was Kingdom Come Deliverance Right, that's come from nowhere, hasn't it? That's been doing really well. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I remember the Kickstarter for that, mm-hmm. so I was expecting that to do well. Um, and I think it was Subnautica, right, okay. or it was one other game that was like, yeah, okay. And do you remember oh, who no, you... no, it was Ark. Okay. I and... was really annoyed because they did like a midweek discount of 66%. Oh, uh, well, like, that's cheating. Oh. Um, so. Who did you just beat? Um... It was Subnautica. Subnautica, yes, right. yeah, those guys, yeah. they'll be furious. Oh, amazing game, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you've, you've, piles of they've money. got below the ocean, you've got the top, yeah, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll settle yeah. for that, yeah. Nice, okay. Uh, so you're then suddenly you're out there and people are actually playing your game. Yeah. How do you, what do you do? Do you sit there on the Steam forums monitoring people's feedback, obsessively pressing F5, or do there, you avoid... There is a bit of that. Mm. I mean, I'm very mindful that early access can be a harsh mistress mm-hmm. and people have... You know, justifiably, they've paid money for your game that is in development. So, um, if they've got feedback, they're perfectly entitled to to give it. They've paid money for it. Um, so, I wanted to make sure that we were being very transparent about what it is that we were working on and responding to people's issues, whether that was 
a weird graphics card compatibility bug through to, mm -hmm. you know, they've got an issue with this part of the game and we have heard you and it's, you know, before we launched, I had a roadmap of these are things that we're intending to address as we keep going. Um, and that was obviously publicly available for people to see. Um, but I mean, actually, the community have been really lovely and there's been i think i've only had to <laughs> lock one thread because people were getting a bit with each other right, right um and that wasn't even talking about the games so, <laughs> um but yeah it's it's been it's been fantastic it really has so the so you say you've got a roadmap that's interesting i guess everyone always does with every project they work on early access i think offers more challenges uh, because things can get derailed pretty quickly uh, with the opinions of the general public all of whom then seem to feel, as you say, I think rightfully in some sense, that they have invested in this, right, and therefore they have a share of it. What is what is your roadmap from here? Because when I've I've been on early access uh, games before, I've always felt they're just kind of continuing, and then at one point they just go, "This is done." Yeah, that is a. That is a mm. an issue with early access games, and of course there are some games that give the program a bad name because they're mm -hmm. not handled correctly or they are just abandoned. Excuse the pun. Um, but so for us, it's about removing any friction issues that are there currently, expanding out the content set. One of the things that we did with the uh, the version we released was something i'd like to keep doing which is this concept of basically giving people an excuse to come back for something mm -hmm. different rather than just more so i'm calling it abandoned ship stories so in the main game the story is basically there is a kind of a cthulhu-esque cult and uh you're running away from them and then striking back etc etc um but we had this separate story which was very different gameplay it stripped out the exploration mode and it was very focused on combat, upgrading your ship. Um, only a short, you know, 45-minute game mode, but completely different story. Um, people responded really well to that, and that's something that I'd like to do differently so that it's not just, hey, we've done a big update, come back and check it out. It's actually, you could play all this new content in a, a couple of hour side mm. story that we can have a lot of fun with the concept. I mean, it might be that, hey, actually one story will unlock a region and let you control the bad guys and maybe you build up enough currency to suddenly control the Kraken rather than fight against it. That to me is something I really want to push as we as we go, give people a reason to come back and go, ah, oh, cool. Yeah, I think that is one of the major problems with the early access structure is you've had this kind of launch period, right? You've, you've launched the game, yeah. but in a way you haven't because there's the point when you finish and declaring, okay, this game is now out, and making that feel special to the world is like a challenge, I think. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they say you only get one launch, yeah. and that is true, really. But it sounds like it's going well for you right now. Is it like you, you're, you're happy? Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, this is insight into my personality. Yeah. The moment I've achieved something, I'm instantly like, well, that's the past. What's the next target to right. hit? Mm. So, um, you know... Yes, I am happy, <laughs> but at the same time I'm like, but I've got to do the next thing. Well, that was, that was going to be my next question. What is next? Uh, so we are working on a on a big update that mm -hmm. um, in the at the moment in the game, there's this issue where uh, if you start to get into trouble and things get bad and you're losing crew members and you're really struggling the whole game's we're trying to evoke this feeling of you're kind of snatching victory from the jaws of defeat and you're you know teetering on the edge constantly but i think it could be a bit too harsh and it's hard to get yourself out of that so one of the things we're working on um and we'll be releasing an update for soon is is offering you ways to basically break out of that right um i up some cool ways and, and kind of hooking what you, you were saying previously we're always true to our vision and surprisingly there's only been a couple of actually i'm not surprised by that i think players respect that mm -hmm. occasionally you get a few comments that i read and i'm like uh, that's not really mm -hmm. aligned with where we want to go doesn't mean they're wrong that's just how they see the vision panning out but generally everyone's kind of aligned in the same direction which is is good so that's good because that's i think that's definitely the biggest danger with early access is you're giving people 
two thirds of a game, and the th- other third is like they fill in their imagination, uh, fill in with their imaginations, and it can be different. Yes. But if you are sort of clear enough, it's, it's obviously it's the problem with Kickstarters is uh, yes. the game that you're pitching is not necessarily the game that you end up developing, even though the same thing is. <laughs> it's the same thing for you. It's not the same thing for other people. Mm. Um, where can people find out more about Abandoned Ship? So, um, well, we are on Steam, so if you just mm-hmm. type Abandoned Ship into there, then uh, you'll be able to find us. Um, but yeah, if you go to abandonedshipgame.com, uh, we also have a newsletter, and if you sign up to it, you get your name in the game as a randomly generated crew member. Ooh. Great. Okay. I've, I want to be in more games. <laughs> that's been quite a lot of fun because sometimes I feel like Mo from The Simpsons, where Bart is prank calling him. <laughs> I won't repeat any here obviously but um there's been some very clever very clever names that people have snuck in that i've uh, enjoyed finding fantastic okay we're gonna have some music and then we'll be back after this with the letters You're listening to One Life Left and Residence 104.4 FM. Um, Anne. I like just... it when you just start with right. Yes. We've got <laughs> right. stuff to do. Come on. The time is getting on. It's 23 minutes to the hour. What? I was about to say, why don't we do time shout outs more often? And it's because it takes me too yeah. long to tell the time. Oh, it's 23 minutes to the hour on Residence 104.4 FM. Is it? Not by now. Uh, this is One Life Left, video game radio show. This. Uh, lovely sound that you are listening to is from chipmusic.org and it's uh, Mute Hero Whatever's earlier in the show I believe you heard Shuzendero Chip meticulously planned you can check my pronunciation by going to chipmusic.org reading it for yourself good did you find the letter? found the letter have you found any more letters in your inbox? found one slash two. So we literally have a letters plural section. Let's do it. Oh, no. Oh, Steve, come on. Try this again. has been so good. Try again. Let's do it. Perfect. Email, messages, and forward BCC. One life letters. Flawless. Uh, hi, team. Not, uh, not heard you mention it on the show yet, so wondered if you know the Science Museum is running a game show. Mm. Power up with 180 consoles and 40 years of gaming history. Games list is on uh, the Science Museum's website. It's 18 plus only, Wednesday the 4th to 5th of April and Wednesday the 11th of April. Um, And I thought you might like it as I'm not into games. And this is from Bridget. (laughs) Thank you. So thanks. No, that's really good. Um, Hopefully people who are into games are listening to the show. But if you're not into into games and listening, that's fine. It's good because we talk about cricket as well sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes. All right. uh, This one is from Robert Wells. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. At last night's Oscars, uh, I was overjoyed to see the shortest speech get a prize. Mark Bridges was given a jet ski by Jimmy Kimmel. 
Now, we all know that awards are pointless, but what new prizes would you like to see in Games Awards? I'd love to see a Best Short Games category, a Cutest Protagonist Award, and a game most likely to make your mum want a go. Pip-pip, Robert. 100% Best Short Game. Game Games... Uh, I genuinely think that games should be separated into those categories more than any other categories. Mm-hmm. Games that are... It's like short movies or, or short films, mm-hmm. and... I really wish that the sort of standard length for a video game was two hours. Like, I think you can do a lot in two hours. Best game with a cat. (laughs) Worst game without a cat. Right, okay, you've got them all. That's it. Anything? No, I mean, I agree with what you're saying about time-based because I'd certainly do a better job getting through my backlog if, Mm. if games are shorter. Absolutely. More short games. We got an actual letter. We got an actual letter. Do you want to read it? Because I've read all the other ones. I would love to open it because I did not get to. So it's a beautiful, um, beautiful envelope. And it's got a picture on the back of a plastic Godzilla on top of a sleeping cat. Like that. There you go. This person is obviously... Cat on Obviously listen to the show. Let's have a look who it's from. I've got a suspicion I've I know because I know. quite similar to uh, the previous letter that we had and also there's no stamp on it so this person's clearly been by the studio. Yeah. Look at me doing my detective yeah, work The call is coming from yeah. inside the house. Here we go. Opened it properly. Hello team. Hello SSG? Question mark. Definitely a listener to the show. Oh. This week, I Am 8-Bits, who released physical items to go with games, announced a limited edition release of Playdead's Inside. They're not saying much about what comes in the box. All they're saying is that you definitely get a copy of the game, the box is surprisingly heavy, and that they are partnering with Real Doll, a company famed for making lifelike human replicas. What do you think is in the box? Also, if you could get anyone to make you something from a video game, what would you have? I think I'd get Tim Hunkin to build a Starship Titanic desk bot. Pip-Pip, Roberts. I think it's actual Colonel Nelson in the box. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> Colonel Nelson. Uh, inside the... Well, it must be those... Uh, ball of flesh. Yeah, which, it must be. Uh, Wait, is that a spoiler? I don't know. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> Talking of which... Talking of which... Regular listeners to the show, which you can be now we've got a podcast back Oh yeah, again. great. Uh, regular listeners to the show will remember a point two weeks ago... Yeah. ...on our last show that we did, uh, where Anne reviewed a game. Oh yeah, did I spoiler it? Which game was it? I don't know. What games have I ever played? The most recent game you played, narrative game about relationship. Oh, that one, Florence. Mm. Yeah, mm. Florence. Yeah, and you opened your review. Yeah. With a spoiler. Yeah. Just, just straight. You didn't say, "Okay, I'm going to open my review with a spoiler." <laughs> you just straight up said, "I'm reviewing Florence," in which. <laughs> then you, then you said it's the end of the hard game, to, and I, 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 I question whether spoilers. this was a spoiler. <laughs> and you said, "Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've got to talk about it." It's such a short game. Someone tweeted at us oh, this they? week and said, uh, "Yeah, so I just, I just got to the spoiler in the episode." Frowny face. Oh, sorry about that. It's um, been out for literally days. <laughs> How can you not have played it already? If you're angry at that spoiler, it's, it's on you. This is the worst apology. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those apologies. I'm so sorry. I didn't That's mean it. It just touched me so much on a personal level that I had to share my experiences in a spoiler-filled way. I'm so sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about it. Sorry. Maybe don't listen to the... (laughs) Maybe don't listen to any of our previous shows. No. Or the point prior to this in the show, because that was technically a spoiler for us. Yeah, but it's been out for ages. It's a short game. It's a short game. (laughs) All right. Got to talk about something. We haven't had this music on for ages. It's all coming out now. All right. Um, to answer Robert's question, what would you like in a what what video game thing would you ma- like made made real? Spoilers. Just spoilers. <laughs> Just all the spoilers. All the spoilers. I used to, when I was a kid, used to dream about having the ships from Elite, the classic BBC Micro oh, yeah. wireframe models. And I think if they were a thing you could buy on the internet, I think I'd struggle to resist. I want. Uh, my brain immediately went to Polybius with that, and I want that. Um, experience of like zooming around inside that 
um, mm. psychedelic space as but as a roller coaster. Sounds like a terrible idea. Doesn't it? Mm. Let's do it. I would have thought you'd go immediately for Niko Atsumi. Cats are real, Steve. But they are. You can get those as physical things. You can get the cats. cats. Well, cats are actual. Uh, know yeah, that. exactly. I know that. Hey, All right. We've got one more oh. delivery. We do. Do we count that as a letter? Well... I tell Emails, you what, let's... messages and forward BCCs. No, it's no, not. No, it's, it's not. not okay, there. let's talk about it. Let's put a bit of music on right. and then we'll talk about it in a second. to the hour you're very lucky that that landed on that minute <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 I found we're a show about video games and we've been talking about video games successfully for and the sometimes last 45 minutes too successfully too sometimes successfully. talk about less actual things that happen in video games mm. a bit later on in the game mm. sorry um Gary just mentioned last time he was on the show 18 months ago I was chatting on about getting married well, guess what just turned up? The divorce papers. <laughs> <laughs> no, my husband. Ah, even Hello. better. Hello. What? Hi, I'm here with a delivery. Good. Oh, hang on, that sounded a little bit... Yes. Like a... Yeah, should we yeah. be here? No, okay. No. Uh, so, um, a couple of weeks ago on our last show, we had um, the RuneScape uh, fifth anniversary delivery of the cupcake... Mix. Those are all the right words. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't put them together. I'm very tired. Um, and it turns out all you need to make them into real cupcakes is a husband. Mm. Brilliant. Uh, so Matt made these over the weekend. I did, yeah, yesterday morning. They definitely looked a little bit better yesterday, but that's fine. Okay, so brilliantly, you've returned them in the same box they left. Yeah. So yeah. if you could just... Pass me the box sure. so I can describe. So it's the same box. It's a black and white, black and white striped bo- box which now has a little label, a little post-it note yeah. that says "Ooh, cupcake." Yeah. That's a lie. No, it's a lie because there's four cupcakes. Yeah. How many were there. there when you first made them? There were six when I first made them. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they look delicious. They've got the RuneScape uh, rice paper applied perfectly. Clusters of stars on some, <laughs> just just one on another one. Yeah. but that's good because it it's, depends. It's artistry. Have you seen? Um, have you seen that uh, Netflix? It. Yeah, nailed it. I haven't it show. watched it yet, but it looks no. great. Yes, it's a show where. Uh, have you seen Nailed It? No, no, it's I a TV show where it's kind of like the opposite of Bake Off. They show a really nice cake, and then three contestants have to recreate it, uh, and they don't do very well. And then yeah. they go nailed it. Sounds like my life. This is that. <laughs> this is that. Yeah. So tell us what happened with the icing. With the icing, uh, I was supposed to make a nice, like quite fluffy buttercream icing. Okay. And then I realised I didn't have enough butter. Not true. I just <laughs> couldn't see it right there in front of me. So I used coffee with the icing sugar instead. Really? Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed Good. it. Yeah. You gotta think your way out of these situations yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much to Jagex for the cupcakes. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're delicious. Wait a second. This is one of those things we were talking yeah. about earlier, isn't it? Yeah. Here we are. We thought it was a gift. We're just Turns talking out. about RuneScape. Well, we're fine with that. We're fine with that. 100% fine with that. <laughs> Do you know why? That. Sugar. Yeah, just just buyers with cakes. Yeah, Love cakes that. that we make for ourselves. Do you know what happened at Marioki on Friday? We Does had someone... ma- uh, just apropos of that, we uh, did Marioki on Friday at loading. It was a massive success. Was thank there you. more cake? Thank you to everyone who came, and yes, thanks specifically to Maz who baked a cake. No, I can't believe I missed it. Raspberry, oh. chocolate, oh. and no gluten. 
Whoa! So depending on how you feel about gluten, that's I, another whoa. I quite like it, but sometimes <laughs> you just sometimes want... you don't want it. No. You, want, you want your cake to be gluten-free, which this was. I want to focus on the raspberry and chocolate. I don't need that gluten in there as well. I think this is amongst the best things a drunk steer has ever done at Marioki's go, <laughs> let's make cake a thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Turns out, Brilliant. Turns out people at Marioki very suggestible... <laughs> Who'd have thought it? So we're going to make a uh, cake a thing. Maybe someone could make a cake for our Marioki at GDC. Don't know. Earlier on the show, you heard Sanxo Zapianka, a mouldy window. Good. Good. Right, we're going to do reviews now. Let's do it. Mm, hold on a second. Seamless. See. Yes. You go first. Shall I? Is that because yeah. you've got to think about what games you've been playing? No. Okay, um, I've been playing a brilliant game, and its name I can't quite remember, but I can tell you what to search for on Steam, and then you'll find it. Okay. Morse, like Inspector. M-O-R-S-E. M-O-R-S-E. I think it's called like... As in code. Yeah, as in code. I think it's called Go Morse Code, or Morse Code Go, or something like that. It's a very enthusiastic title. It's got at least one exclamation mark in the title. Um, and it's a Morse code game. Nice! It's a multiplayer Morse code game. So, what? you play one of a series of cute animals, uh, and you get your friends to play, ideally, three other cute animals, and you crowd around a keyboard, and then it'll show a letter on screen, and using your letter, you've got to tap out what that letter is in Morse code. So it might show E, for example, which we all know is... I've told you to stop banging the desk. I know, but this time I've got a reason. <laughs> I think he is that. Anyway, it's a combination, as you might know, uh, Morse code is, of dots and dashes. Yeah. And it's just quite clever because it's a single-button game and you're racing your friends to tap it out. I've only played it on the first two levels in which uh, it literally tells you the dots and dashes or it tells you the letter and then you can look it up. But obviously, you could have it without looking it up and then you could get more and more complicated. Eventually, we'll all learn Morse code and then we can send secret messages to the listeners. It's very weird because there's now a light flashing behind you and I'm like, what's it trying to tell us? Uh, I mean, I can read Morse code and I think that's just saying E. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> I, think, I think at the moment, I don't know. Because like, I think S is, is, I think E might, I don't know. No idea. Maybe E's one dash, one dot. I'm not very good at the Feels game. Feels like it hasn't but taught I'm really, you much. It's taught me what Morse code is. <laughs> and I know that E is a combination of dots and dashes. I'm just not sure which. But I get there eventually. Good. Would do. It's really good. 7 out of 10. Great. Mm. Uh, I went back to... I didn't have very much time this week, so I went back to uh, Rusty Lake Paradise. You know the weird one I was talking about where the... Um, leech came out of a woman's nose ah, and it's yeah. about all the plagues I can see why you went back to that because you're a big fan of leeches, women yeah. and plagues love it yeah. um, and so we were playing it last night and it's continues to be really weird but they've got very very cool little puzzles um, in all of so each level is a different plague um, and you're finding out stuff about this weird family, which I think is your family. Mm. And it's, it's incredibly strange. Do you mean my family? I think it's your family, Steve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, so you do all these little puzzles and try and collect things to um, unlock other things, and you're trying to find a black box to get to the end of the level. It's just very weird. It's very, very weird, but I really do enjoy it. I think that it's got a very nice rhythm to it with each of the levels and you explore different bits of this island that you're on um, like different rooms or different sections uh, with every level um, and yeah it sort of opens it itself out quite nicely and I really like that it's just a bit gross and you collect very weird bodily fluids at one point okay yeah and feed them to a man why wouldn't you it's International Women's yeah. Day. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> uh, but yes, very good. Still enjoying it. 7 out of 10. All right, Gary, what have you been playing? I'm on a mission to complete some of the games in my backlog. So <sighs> I have uh, recently finished Far Cry 3. Okay. Which uh, I very enjoyed, you know, systems-wise lovely um story was okay um it made me as much as i enjoyed the game it made me a little bit depressed because there was so much detail packed into the world and i would have loved to have spent 50 percent longer exploring all these lovely nooks and crannies mm. 
that people have spent a long time making, but I kind of just had to rush past it so I could tick it off my backlog. Did you find that when you had completed the game, it gave you a kind of closure that meant you didn't feel the need to go back to it? Um, I Most of the time I get that with games. I did in Far Cry 3... Uh, take a couple of more bases out because mm-hmm. that was like the most fun in the game okay. and I'm a, I, I used to be a producer so I love ticking boxes <laughs> and that definitely well yeah um, ticked my box uh, so yeah I, I enjoyed it very good um, runs beautifully on on systems today obviously and looks fantastic 7 out of 10 okay uh, the game I've looked it up it's called Go Morse Go exclamation mark arcade edition that sounds like it's a mashup between go go gadget and inspector morse <laughs> maybe maybe i just haven't unlocked that yet uh it's, it's only a couple of quid i think so i totally recommend that absolute I also, bargain and you too could not learn morse code i also watched uh one of my students play a light bike game which is basically it's called q bike cyberpunk motorcycles but it's essentially tron but they don't have the license to make tron <laughs> And uh, it looked really good, but it suffers from the problem that all online multiplayer games are that there's no one playing them. And if there's no one playing them, then you don't play. Yeah. And if you don't play, then no one plays them. But it looked really, really good. Uh, 7 out of 10. Let's see what else I played. Played a game called Bird Game, which is an indie game where you're a bird. You'd like it. I'd like it. I mean, what was it on? Uh, it's on VR. It's probably not on oh, PlayStation VR. VR. Oh, yeah. what? And I played... Uh... Cat sort of VR again. I'm just looking at my Steam list of things that I've played. I downloaded Ace of Seafood because I saw it on Switch and then saw I could get it for Steam. It's a Japanese game where you rule the underseas and it's called Ace of Seafood. I really miss the times when Japanese games would appear over here and mm. they'd be called. I was, you know, Dreamcast era. I miss that. Uh, yeah, that's it. 7 out of 10 for all of them, definitely. Great work. It? Yeah. Thanks. Ooh, it's 5-2. That's an awkward length of time, <laughs> isn't it? That's, that's a bit... It's a bit... Okay. I'll put a piece of music on. Yeah. We'll see how we go. Great. to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the best radio show in the world. No, wait, the best radio station in the world with the longest-running video game radio show in the world. Can't deny it. Can't deny it. Can't deny it. Fight us, Radio 5. Fight us. Don't fight us. We're very weak. We're tired these days. We just have energy. Uh, So the next time you hear from us live in London, we'll have done it, won't we? Done what? Gone to GDC. Oh my goodness. And done our biggest Marioki show of all time. Yeah. Are you scared? Yes. Good. Good. Me too. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I am I am scared. I think it'll go well, but I'm nervous. And I think it's good to be a bit nervous because yeah. we have to be on this. It's going to be a brilliant evening. Uh, really, really, really looking forward to it. If you want to go and you don't have a ticket and you listen to one. one life left. Oh yeah, that write to us and we'll sort you out nice nice because we do have a guest list and we can get you in but however however gotta write to us yeah 
don't just turn up on the day. Team at OneLifeLeft.com. So um, that's exciting. Should also say on that night, really, really pleased to have Botnik with us. Yeah. Uh, you'll know Botnik. They do the internet mischief based on predictive text, and they're doing something very, very special, which I've seen. Uh, some video game predictive text stuff, and it's really, really, really cool and exciting. Wait, is it cooler than us? Are we going to have to be competing with I them? I was worried about that, that in my sort of anxiety nightmares, it's just everyone stuffed into the Botnik room no. and us singing alone on stage. But if that happens, we like Botnik. They'll have a nice time. It's good. And also, the evening is going to be rounded off by DJ, by a DJ. His name isn't DJ. <laughs> by ADJ, we've got Plus Type playing a set with Brilliant. his musical syringe, literally injecting parts of songs <sighs> into other songs. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. It's on Thursday, 22nd. That's so soon. It's really, <laughs> so, really soon. Thursday. It's a week on Thursday uh, in San Francisco. Steve, we should go and sort this out. 8 till 2am. All right, let's go and sort this out. <laughs> let's do it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Gary. Thank you for having me. Uh, looking forward to playing your game. Thank you so much for bringing cakes, Matt. Thanks. Thanks for doing the show with us, Anne. And you turned up too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and thanks to all of you for listening. We've been More Life Left. We will be back soon. See you, bye. Bye. <laughs> This program has been brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you liked what you heard and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm.